Low Queer Christian Nation. We are having another conversation about being confidently queer. Okay, so it's Confidently Queer Nation, Queer Christian Nation is all of the things. Hello, po Puppy Mobu, welcome to the show. Today, if you're watching my stories, I'm going to be talking about how to be confident in your sexuality, even if you are terrified of what other people may think about you, okay? I've been seeing this come up a lot in the conversations I'm having with you all in the DMs. It's like, well, I'm good with God, but I'm not really good with everybody else, okay? We got to figure that out because we have to live in community, okay? So I'm going to be giving you three ways to be confident and remain confident in your sexuality, even if you are terrified of what other people may think, may say, their opinions, their judgments. Even if you are scared of all of that, I'm gonna help you out, okay? And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Coach Yema. What I do is I help LGBTQ people who either identify as Christian or grew up um, with a Christian background to heal that fear and shame so that you can live confidently as you are as a queer person, okay? In the fullest beautiful expression of who you are while still maintaining a deep connection with God. You don't have to choose between the two, okay? So I know um, normally I, I put you in my business as everybody joins, okay, to give everyone a chance to come in. I tell you a little bit about my week and about myself. Um, something that is coming up this weekend that I'm so excited about. If you don't know, you're just joining me. I live currently in Mexico on the Caribbean side of things on the Yucatan Peninsula. And I'm about 35 minutes away from Tulum. And this weekend, they are having a African music festival. And if you've been following me for a while, you know I love dancing, okay? So I am so pumped. Hey, Crystal. I am so pumped, okay, to go dance and have a good time this weekend. Okay, I've been working hard, honey. I deserve a good time. Um, not that my work is not a good time because I love what I do. Um, but I love dancing, okay? Uh, my my sister jokes and calls me the dancing pastor. Um, but that's who I am, okay? So I'm about to turn up. I'm excited um, for this weekend. And let's see, what have me and God been talking about? <clears throat> We've been talking about joy and celebration. So that's been fun. That's been exciting. Um, that's a new thing God spoke to me yesterday. So I'm not going to divulge all of it. Uh, but that's personally where me and God are. So let's get into this, okay? So you've heard that the best way to lose, right, is the weight of other people's opinions, right? And that's the truth. Because the reason why I can say, if you're, hey Lola, if you're scared of what people may think about you, I can say, don't worry about that. It doesn't matter. Get over it, right? Don't worry about what people think. But obviously, right, it's easier said than done. And here's why it's easier said than done because we have spent so much time practicing being in other people's minds about us, right? We are in their heads looking through their eyes at us and anticipating or imagining or assuming what they are thinking and their judgments of us. And so instead of us really 
being really concerned with what, with what we think about ourselves, we have, and this could be a trauma response, growing up in a home where there was emotional instability and an unstable environment that was nurturing and loving. And so in order for you to survive, you had to be really good at predicting other people's behavior and responses and reactions to keep yourself safe. So there's no judgment here. I'm telling you why it's easier said than done because you spent a lot of time thinking about planning, preparing for how other people are going to respond to you. So it's terrifying for you to be confident in your sexuality, right? When it comes to other people, because you've so far in your mind and your thoughts have been able to keep yourself safe by correctly um, predicting how someone's going to respond to you. If that is relevant to you, Talk to me in the comments. I don't want to talk to myself, y'all. This is going to be a very short conversation. That's what this is going to be, okay? Um, but that's the thing, right? We spend so much time predicting, trying to predict. And sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're wrong. But it's like we get really good at reading human, human body language or remembering what they said about queer people before. And so we're like, I'm pretty sure I can predict how this person is going to respond to me if I am fully who I am loving myself as a queer person. You've had, had a lot of work, had a lot of time to do that work. So then how do I move into being confidently queer even though I'm terrified of what other people may say, think, behave, respond, react to me is by doing the opposite, getting really good at not trying to predict their behavior because whether you wanna admit it or not this it may sound harsh but i'm talking to all of us here right your memory is not as good as you think it is and scientifically that's been proven you are about 80 to 85 percent wrong about the things you think you remember okay um i'm gonna leave that there so as well as you think you've done in predicting other people's behavior you probably haven't done that well it's probably Hey, VIP toy, you probably haven't done that well predicting how other people are going to respond to you, okay? Uh, you probably need to um, accept defeat in this area, which is a good thing, right? Because now, because you haven't done that so well, right? Because you can't predict about uh, what other people in their mind are thinking because you're literally not in their mind. Hey, Chizu, even though you think you've done a really good job doing so, right? Um, and this reminds me of one of my clients, Stephanie, who in her program, we were working on helping her come out to her conservative family. Uh, Stephanie was old, is older in her 30s and she'd been in a relationship with her partner for a while and her family was just co completely, right, um, not affirming, they were so conservative and she was terrified of losing her family and her community because they were so close. She pretty much was clear that I know exactly how they are going to respond and because she knew, right, had in her mind, I mean, it's her family, right? Um, in her mind, how they were gonna respond, it was terrifying to come out to them, right? And so in our process of working together, her goal was to come out, but our goal together was for her to come out in spite of what they might say and how they might respond that she would walk away 
with tools to remain whole and sane and not dip into any sort of depression and anxiety. And so the work that I did with her was to get her really good at living in the mind of God about her. Okay, because what we're really good at is living in other people's mind, other humans minds about us, which is where all the fear comes from. Right. But if you are really good at living in God's mind about you, you can always predict what God God thinks about you, what God knows about you, what God opinions are of you. You don't have to predict. You can really just ask. <laughs> right. If you're you know, I'm going to talk about that later, but the work that I did with her in her process of coming out was to help her get really good at focusing and practicing, magnifying what God thinks about her, okay? Hey, Chance. And here's the thing, right? It only feels hard, and I'm gonna keep repeating this because you've done so much work doing the opposite of what you're desiring now. You've done so much work and spent so much time living in other people's mind. So what's the three ways, to, I have the three ways for you to get confidence, right? And how um, in your sexuality, even if you're terrified of what other people may say or how they're gonna respond to you, the first way, the first step, okay, I should say step, um, the first step is to find out what God thinks about you. And it's gonna sound really like, ugh, Coach Yama, you say this all the time, da, da, da. I'm going to keep saying it until you start doing it, okay? Find out what God thinks about you. And once you find that out, and I'm going to give you a tip on how to do this in a little bit, find out what God thinks about you and then magnify that, okay? Put a magnifying glass on it because the way that you stop caring what other people think isn't by like i'm thinking like i'm gonna stop caring about what other people think because then all you're gonna keep doing is thinking about what other people think right you don't uh grow in a positive direction by removing something negative from your life okay um let me give you a scriptural reference for this in the bible when the parable the parable of the wheat and the tares right and God told them, let the wheat and the tares grow up together, right? Don't go up tearing up the tares because you may take some of the wheat with you, okay? Let them grow up. So in the same way, because here's the truth, okay? And this was a neurobiological uh, parable that God was really speaking, okay, to us. Because the thing is, the way your brain works, let me give you some signs here real quick. The way that your brain works is when you are really focused on truth, those neural chemical connections in your brain that are of truth and of love have more power um, and are more stable in your mind than a lie. And so when you focus on this, what chemically actually happens is that this these connections that were built upon a lie and fear actually become weakened by the truth okay so the the lies and the tears they grew up together but the more of the truth right you put in your mind the less stable and the less strong those lies are in your mind so when, what i'm trying to say is we don't stop thinking and caring about what other people think by saying to ourselves, I'm going to stop caring what other people think. What you need to do is add positive, okay, thoughts and opinions 
from a person who's reliable, who never changes, okay? Which that being is God. So instead of me saying, I'm just not gonna care what you think, I'm gonna just not pay attention to it, like literally not pay attention to it by shifting my attention toward, okay? My AC just stopped for a second. I'm trying to, I, like, what's happening? Um, by shifting my attention to what God thinks and that's that becomes bigger in my life and this goes for not just being confident in your sexuality and being a confident queer person this goes for everything okay this goes for if you have any habits in your life that you are trying to not do anymore the way that you work on that is not by trying to stop the bad habit you overcome the bad habit by doing more good okay we overcome evil okay by being good we don't try to like you don't go attack the evil you got to add the good and then the good drowns out the evil okay so when you are in other people's minds about you the thing to do isn't to try to meditate on like i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop the thing to do is to get really clear on what god thinks about you god's opinions about you which is reality okay my clients are gonna know this god's opinion about you is reality right and magnifying that focusing on that meditating on that and the last step is to make God's opinion about you your opinion about yourself okay and here's why we do that and let me put a I was supposed to put this caveat disclaimer in the beginning this conversation is for people who are in countries where being queer is not a crime okay so if you're in a country that where this is a crime, um, please slide in my DM because what I'm saying could put you in a dangerous position, okay? If you were to go and be this out in public, right? Um, so I wanna be careful uh, because this is an international audience. I wanna be careful of what I say um, and make sure, not careful what I say, but careful that I'm clear about who my intended target audience is, okay? So if you're in a nation where being queer is not a crime, this is for you. If you are in a nation where this is a crime, please slide in my DM um, so we can get really specific on how to help you be confident and fill your life and your inner world and yourself um, with love and peace, okay? Even if the outside world is against you, all right? So again, welcome everyone to Queer Christian Conversations. Uh, I am your host, Coach Yama. What I do is help queer people who identify as Christians or who had a Christian background, grew up in a Christian home, and now are experiencing fear, shame, and doubt. And you really want to reconnect with God or connect with God and be confident in your sexuality. That's the work that I do, okay? And my program um, that I help you do that in is called Confidently Queer. And today we are talking about three ways to be and feel confident in your sexuality, even if you are terrified that uh, of what other people, especially your close loved ones, loved ones think about you, okay? So the first way is to find out what God thinks about you. The second step, okay? The first step is to find out what God thinks. Second step is to magnify what God thinks binge on it saturate your mind with what god thinks and thirdly the last thing is to make what god thinks about you what you think about yourself and here's why i say that because we do not unfortunately and we've had a lot of help to to do this we don't love ourselves unconditionally we 
are really harsh on ourselves again because we in a in a need to survive have inherited other people's spoken views about us in other areas of our life and taken it on as our own in order to predict behavior to keep ourselves emotionally safe. Because if I know, excuse my language, that you're an asshole, okay, and you've been an asshole to me, I'm gonna be able to predict your assholish behavior and keep myself safe because I already knew it was gonna happen, so I'm not surprised, right? And so that's what we do, and what we don't notice is that as life goes on, and I'm almost 40, child, praise the Lord, honey, I'm almost 40, so I know the older, okay, I want to say older because that's such a construct, okay, because obviously the baby look good, okay? The more years you've lived on this earth, those thoughts of other people that you took on, right, now have become your own thoughts about yourself, right? And so now you are really harsh on you. So the last step in allowing God's opinion of you to become your own opinion of yourself is because God unconditionally loves you. And so God's, God's opinion is the more stable opinion, is the more stable view, is the more stable vision of yourself. And to really own that, okay? And the way, here's a quick tip to help you do that, is to ask God to give you an image of how God sees you. And the, the first step before that is to ask God to show you how you see yourself. Sorry about that. There's a car going off in the garage. Um, how you see yourself. So when I did this, I saw when God showed me how I saw myself a few years. This has been a long time. It's not a few years. It's been probably 10 years now. <sighs> I've lived enough to say things that have been 10 or 20 years ago. Anyway, so uh, I asked God, how do I see myself? And God showed me this image. And I saw myself as this poor dirty hey red rain a broken person i was i was in all these like tattered clothes child i was hunched over looking at the ground i looked a mess okay that's how i really saw myself and i needed god to really reveal that to me to show me uh because i wouldn't have been able to be that honest with me right i would have done a lot of mental acrobatics and whatever else okay now, when I asked God, how do you see me? I saw me in this royal garment, in this place. I mean, I looked beautiful, okay? And so my work after that was to ask God to help me to begin to see myself the way that God sees me, okay? And if you are someone who is like, well, all of that sounds good, but I don't know how to talk to God for myself, okay? If you are struggling with talking to God and speaking to God for yourself, and trusting that God's going to speak to you as a queer person, slide in my DM or set up a call with me. They're free. The first one's free. Complimentary. Okay, let's put together a plan on where we can get you to living and feeling, hey, Devin, and feeling confident, right, in who you are in your sexuality and continuing being connected to God. Because, beloved, it is possible, okay? We don't need to be going into 2023 with this, awful feeling these terrible doubts right especially in this time and age where there are so many um people I, I should say i'm saying so many because when i was coming up in this there was zero okay <laughs> 
I feel like there's so many people on Instagram and TikTok and there's people, there's an army that God's called to help you be confident and live confident in who you are because I promise you, there's so much more that God has for you that you haven't tapped into yet because you are stuck on level one. And I know it may sound like not so nice for me to say that it's level one, but I want that to, to come off to you as something that's encouraging because there's so many more levels, okay? This is, this is not this big mountain that you can't overcome, okay? Hey, hey girl, um, this is not this big mountain that you can't overcome. This is not a giant, this is my Goliath. And if it is, you're David. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit, okay? If it is a Goliath, you're David. This is not bigger than you, all right? This is not impossible. Go to my, um, go to my website. There is a page there for all of the people, not all of them, because I haven't gotten them all on there yet. Um, uh, people that I've worked with who were in the same position as you, right? And they've been able to overcome this and they've been able to communicate with God and be confident in who they are. So I just want you to know today that it is possible and beyond God just loving and accepting you, God celebrates you, okay? So if you can, can you imagine, right? Uh, you're going to the, the Thanksgiving dinner, the Christmas dinner, or the Kwanzaa meetings, whatever it is your, your family celebrates, right? And you are in so, so much celebration of who you are, whatever other people are thinking, you aren't even paying attention to it, okay? Um, hey, Red Rainer, so the topic is about helping you, giving you three ways to feel confident in your sexuality, even if you're terrified of what other people think about you, okay? Um, and I'll do a quick recap because we're coming to the end here. If you have any questions, please drop them in the comment uh, in the comment or in the question queue. I will answer them. Um, the three ways is find out what God thinks about you, magnify that over everybody else, and then adopt, inherit, own how God sees you over what everybody else thinks. And this doesn't just go for your queer identity. This goes for every part of you. You as a woman, you as a black woman, I'm talking to me, okay, you as a trans person, whoever you identify as, the way that God sees you is in a celebratory way. So when you adopt how God sees you and you start to celebrate you, baby, come on. It's a never ending party, all right? God wants to party with you, okay? And I love that because I'm a party animal. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, sorry for spitting. One thing is to remember that is that we are part of the original blessing. Amen. Hey, Coach C, okay? So that is it again. If you um, are not feeling confident in your queerness and this is something that is significantly negatively impacting your life, please slide in my DM because you deserve to be at peace. You deserve to know that you're loved. You deserve to walk in the world with your shoulders back, okay? Head held high, okay? Um, I want you to walk around with the confidence of Rihanna, okay? I was speaking that to me. <laughs> I want us walking around with the confidence of Bad Girl Riri, all right? Let me give you some context, okay? This is the level of owning who you are that we need you 
to walk in because God has called you to do something where other people are attached to your celebration, okay? If I had stayed in the position I was in, miserable, okay? Sad, lonely, honey, okay? If I had stayed there, I can't, it like breaks my heart to even think, um, and I have grace for myself, right? That it took me 10 years, longer now, 17 years, okay? To get to the place that I am now and to see the lives that are being changed and the people who are being affected. Because it's not just that one queer person that I'm working with, it's all the other people who are connected to them that see that freedom, right? And now have the courage to live live their own truth, okay? We are here to set each other free, all right? God says we are good. There is nothing we have to do to earn that goodness. Absolutely, okay? God says that you're good. God celebrates you, okay? God is having a party about you all of the time, okay? The invitation has been handed to you and it is up to you, okay, to say yes, okay, to the party of you, all right? So I love you all. Thank you so much for joining. I will see you next Wednesday. Well, actually, no, I'll be back on, on Saturday. We're gonna have a live conversation with Sister Shannon. Um, she is a straight, uh, sex positive Catholic, um, person, and we are going to be having a conversation because I have many clients and people who are part of this community who are Catholic. Um, and the work that we do, um, with the, that I do with my Catholic clients and the people that I, that I have, uh, the opportunity of working with is really getting them to understand that you really can have a personal relationship with God, but then also um, that you can hear God for yourself and build your own sexual ethics with God because the Catholic Church very much separates you um, from that divine relationship. And so I'm bringing, I love the work that she does. So I'm bringing her on on Saturday, okay? I'll be in a different location because I'll be in Tulum, okay, at the party that I just told you about, all right? <laughs> okay and we're gonna have a conversation so if you have catholic friends or you have that um that in your life and you would be blessed by this conversation share it and come join me on saturday it's going to be saturday at 1 p.m central time okay so that's 2 p.m eastern all right so i love you all thank you for joining and i'll see you on saturday bye